0: The problem with Thanos is not that he kills a bunch of people; is that his math is wrong. He doesn't understand economics. Like you kill half the population—that's not how population
1: control works. I just realized. It's not, like, it- I-, I just realized I don't have cool friends. I just <laughs> the look in my face. I just I just realized. I've surrounded myself with people just like me. I tried to level up. I really did. But we're the same Richians. That is, that is so lame. <laughs> villains.
0: Okay.
1: We're going to be talking villains. And I've got an interesting question for you. All right. Okay. You have to spend one year in solitary confinement. Mm-hmm with one of these four villains. The only rule is you and that villain cannot harm each other physically or kill one another. It's just you in solitary confinement with that other villain for one year. Here's your choices. low little multiple choice. Mm-hmm. Number one, letter A, Joker. Number two, King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Number three, Gollum. Or number four, SpongeBob SquarePants. Not SpongeBob.
0: Of course. And my answer won't change. It is Joker. It's Joker. Yeah. And why Joker? Process of elimination SpongeBob, I'd kill myself. Then Gollum, there's nothing to do there. You just pity him. Like, there's just. I'd go crazy. I'd catch his crazy, I think. Oh, just 100%. crazy that special kind of crazy. King Joffrey's just annoying. And, like, there's nothing fun there. The Joker, if he's not allowed to kill me, and I can't kill him, then that's just a project of... Like, I have a year to completely break his ego. And just break him. So to you, it's a challenge. Oh, 100%. Like, if he can't kill me, there's no threat there. He, Like, he's a guy who bleached his skin and because of that decided to become a super villain like that's dumb like the killing side. like sure all the mental trauma blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. but no like realistically just again i'm not this is not original but the terry mcginnis route like from batman beyond yeah just mock him just like just w- mock the joker like what what the hell are you jo- you're doing whoopee cushions what year is this like you squirting flowers like Come on, get get some new material. So we're like, not talking going?
1: Heath Ledger Joker. You're talking about a different Joker. Oh, pick one of them. Any of them. Pick one of them. Like just break down
0: all of eat. them. All of them. You are care.
1: in solitary confinement with all of the Jokers.
0: <laughs> if they can't kill me, that would be a huge power trip. <laughs> you feel now, think about it. like like that. Sure, maybe it's scary in a bit, in a minute. If they can't touch me, like okay, they can't kill me, but they can torture me. All right, but but yeah. if they can't touch me at all. That's a power trip of, like, what What can they do? They can't threaten me with anything. They'll make you go crazy. But, dude, no, nah, th- there's, I don't, that's a separate type of crazy. They're crazy because they kill people for psychotic reasons.
1: That's not crazy. You would maintain your mental fortitude. You can last.
0: Yeah, no, there's a difference between that and Gollum, where Gollum is insane because it's like, multiple personality and his reality, like, his reality's kind of warping. Joker understands where he is. He can plan things out. Like, He's not dumb. Well, he's dumb for doing what he does, but he has enough sanity to actually completely operate a plan. He knows what world he's in. Okay, it, Reality isn't like different for him than it is for me. He's just perverted about it, which is different. I can deal with that, but where Gollum reality is literally different and he'd make me think that things aren't when they should be like that that's the thing he would make me question myself where joker i don't think i would
1: we're on the same page sir i think gollum okay gollum's the second toughest to live with spongebob top yeah no that's just it goes spongebob gollum and here's where we differ though hmm. i think king joffrey from game of thrones which i know you haven't seen game of thrones yeah i haven't seen the okay King, king no. Joffrey's just like your your typical uh, whiny king pr- prince and then king uh, where in solitary confinement it, he would just be nothing just his his character would just be so easy to uh, you would he wouldn't be the one torturing you you'd be the one torturing him at that point like jo- Joffrey he's weak.
0: It just seems boring though a whole year I'd be bored. And you want the challenge.
1: You want you want someone of you your... You gotta have something to do. Okay. <laughs> fair fair enough. You got to.
0: I know, like a whole year solitary confinement. It'd yeah. just be a whole day of figuring out, like... Like, I would... It would be a challenge to see after we leave the room, would the Joker, like, just give up his crime? Would he just, like, be dejected?
1: Imagine the Joker <laughs> leaves solitary
0: confinement <laughs> with you, becomes just the best citizen... Well, no. Like, I don't want him to be the best citizen. He's an already evil person. I want him to be able to kill himself because he's just.
1: No, no. I want you. No, to, no, no. i, I want you I'm not going to gonna make him, him. good.
0: No, I'm not going to make him good. I'm just going to make him see himself
1: as pathetic. No, he's going to leave there and go, guys. I've seen what true torture is like. <laughs> I spent a year with this man. He talked about his podcast. <laughs> By the second week, I was like, no. He- he talked about wheel of time <laughs> wheel of every time. day, every single day. <laughs> He's in tears, and <laughs> Batman has a point, guys.
0: <laughs> no, I think Batman would get a lot further with Joker if he would actually talk to him, and like sometimes laugh at his jokes, and then like you take all the wind out of his sail. Ah, uh, like the Joker gets off on like, oh, the Batman doesn't laugh, so he keeps trying to make him laugh. Okay. The minute like you just go, Joker, if Batman just goes,
1: that's kind of a funny joke. <laughs> What is? And then he just it goes, "Oh, that's lame." So we're talking we're talking cartoon jokers. Fair
0: enough. So. I, I I when I think Joker, I think Mark Hamill.
1: Got it. Because I don't think Heath Ledger would react like that. His Joker would be very different.
0: No, him. I would just him not being able to kill me. I would just kind of try and deny his reality and just like you're being dumb. Like you have so much talent. Why aren't you doing like good
1: things? Fair. Fair enough. Okay, now I do want to mention real quick before we go more into uh, more into villains, hmm. the new set. Oh yeah, this is the new set to them, and it's very cool. You arranged it. We've got I Wheel of fun. Time over here. It's nice and symmetrical, unlike our other one.
0: I made sure to put like I tried at least to put books I didn't care about like in more out of the way places. Though that's not the case for all of them, but like I made sure to keep Wheel of Time and Discworld front and center. Name of the wind all the way into the corner.
1: You've privileged me with Wheel of Time on my half. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, of course. It, it's it's going to be a pleasure. I'm, I'm hoping eventually. Like, all those books of the hardcovers I have first editions of, mm-hmm. and I would love to buy all the first editions. That's the goal. If anyone knows where you can get them, put them in the comment below. I'll actually read that one. I'll read that comment like that that's that's the one that's comment useful. you'll read yes that's a useful comment to me where can I get more first edition wheel of time books But yes villains okay so when like last week when I was looking into villains and what I kind of wanted to think about and talk about and ask you uh, was the line between villain and anti-hero and that requires us to define what a villain and antihero is yes and just think about where that line is so i kind of create a scale going from the most villain villain becoming more heroic toward antihero and then it goes from the middle of antihero which is close to villain and then going past get you your villain antihero comes close to a hero mm. so that's the scale evil to heroic Got and it. i'm just cutting off at antihero okay so I would say an anti-hero acts, bare minimum, acts with semi-good intentions, with the acknowledgement of what of how they're accomplishing their goal is done through evil means. So it's a combination of intent and actions. So anti-hero is good intentions with bad means. Okay. Where a villain uh, typically acts with selfish or perverted intentions. So selfish is the they want they're doing something wrong or they think they're doing something right and it's just a com- perverted weird thing. Okay. That, that they're wrong. So they act with selfish or perverted intentions and they don't typically acknowledge what they're doing is evil. They think it's right. So that's like villain. Got it. That's There's a villain. Villain villain is someone who does evil things and thinks they're right. Okay. Um so my most villain villain is the Shrike from
1: Hyperion, the book. The Shrike from Hyperion. Yeah. And could you explain for us people who are haven't read the books, not as well read as you? Can you reach <laughs> so, behind you and grab the first one off the shelf? There, oh, yes. this one right here. Yeah, that's okay. The one. So the Shrike from
0: Hyperion. Yeah. So you can get a Mr. Editing Austin can zoom in, zoom on in there, the Shrike,
1: and give me a look. So this this to me looks like Sauron from Lord of the Rings.
0: Yeah, so that's what I first thought. I thought it was Sauron when I first picked up the book. Okay, but it's effectively a humanoid with four arms that is basically all that metal is knives. It's just it can hug you and stab you with knives. It's one of its moves. Stabby stab. Stabby stab. So it also can. It has this red beady eyes. It tower, It's like seven foot tall. Yeah, it has man, manipulation over time, so basically can. Like it moves so fast, it it slows time around it, and it can just kill you, and it kills a bunch of people. Uh-huh. And its ultimate goal is like, its whole purpose is to kill people.
1: Evil intent, just kill, kill people. Done. That that's villain, villain. villain, straightforward.
0: Like the most straightforward evil, evil. Okay, that's what. So does. that's
1: your most villainous villain. So who would be next in that line of villains?
0: Next. Bringing up from last question, Joker. And the I Joker. would say I put him just slightly above is because typically he, he has very evil intentions. He knows they're evil and he acknowledges that they're evil, but he thinks it's good. Like there depends on the version of the Joker, okay. but typical villain. And then beyond that, we're on the edge between a villain and a antihero. I would say Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Gaston! Now, for the meme, I would, like, meme-wise, I could maybe get, I could give the argument of Gaston being a real hero, not just a, like, hero-hero, the hero of the story, but for this, for this sake...
1: So you're saying he's an anti-hero?
0: He's, he's a villain, he's like that middle between villain and... Antihero.
1: Okay, he's that dead center. If you're not a villain, you're not an anti. You're right in between villain and antihero.
0: Yeah. Okay. And the only reason he's a villain is because of he's trying to kill the uh protagonist of the story. Got it. He's trying to kill the beast.
1: And I do have an interesting topic about this. Remind me when we get to the next topic. Of course. I do want to mention Gaston again.
0: All right. And beyond that, uh would go Billy the Butcher from the Boys uh, Amazon
1: show. The Boys from Amazon, great show. First season's phenomenal. Yeah. If you guys haven't watched it. it Second season dips off a little bit, but The Boys... So Billy the Butcher from The Boys hates... That is the closest... Superheroes. Yeah, he hates superheroes, Well, they're not superheroes.
0: Super people. In his universe, superheroes are pretty evil. And so he is kind of a justified reason for taking down the heroes, but he does it through some pretty messed up means. Mm. And his intentions are shaky. So... He's that edge of yeah, he's an antihero, but but sometimes he kind of looks like the villain, and then you get into you go past that into the more the more heroic antihero, uh, Tao, from Rage of Dragons.
1: So Tao from Rage of Dragons.
0: Yeah. So for people who haven't watched it, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil uh, the plot or anything. Just a little bit about what the character is mm-hmm. and this is kind of early on but tau is a character that goes on a journey for revenge okay you know avenge his father got it stereotypical anti-hero kind of thing is, is like,
1: this your anti-hero of anti-heroes by the way this is the most anti-hero you could get it
0: mm, i'm not sure it, it's not really that so the scale would really be from evil like from villain to hero anti-hero in the middle
1: Right. Is this, so, is this your definition of anti-hero, this guy here? Tau?
0: No, he's the closest to being a hero while still being an anti-hero. Got so, it. like... This is, fair, this is a strange scale, I okay, gotta no, say. I am confused. Okay. If villain is in the negative, negative, <laughs> yes, and hero is the positive, anti-hero is zero. And then you're saying Tau is a
1: 0.5. Exactly. Okay.
0: So like it, so who, your definition like of have... what what would even be the most anti-hero that that's a middle scale that's not like because most hero hero is Superman mm-hmm. that makes sense like there's an end point
1: right I thought no I thought end point I was confused I thought your anti-hero. scale was villain to anti-hero no 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 so your your scale is villain to hero anti-hero zero tau is 0.5. <laughs> exactly this is screwed up okay are are the viewers on the same page are the viewers still following? I've been confused for 10 minutes, okay? I think about things.
0: It's not my fault that other people don't understand my brain. (laughs) So Tao, Tao, who no one's heard of,
1: is a .5, folks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so someone, someone will have heard of the book. Like, this is that, so stupid. That's what I bring. <laughs> I bring book knowledge. That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> it's not my fault you haven't read the books. Okay. It's not my fault. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry for someone, interrupting. Someone, you know, out of our 40-something subscribers, I'm sure one, <laughs> actually, no, no one, none of our subscribers have read it. You know, there we go. Give me a comment of someone who's read *Rage of Dragons*, because don't make him feel better. Don't do it. <laughs> make me feel better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tao from *Rage of Dragons*, you' point five, the and re- Super Superman's your one. Yeah. In this scale, okay, okay, I'm on, I'm on track. We're yeah. on track. I hope we're all on track. Go ahead. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, reason
0: why is because he has pretty good intentions, and he does it through mostly justified means. But sometimes his own selfish intentions gets in the way of people other people's goals, other people's like um, you know, needs. He puts out he puts his own selfish need for revenge above others sometimes. And does sometimes, you know, poor like evil means to do it. Got it. But very rare like it's that edge. Because often he does act like a hero. Okay. So that's why I'd say he's That line, that borderline. Interesting. I'll be honest. I thought about that for more time than I probably should for this (laughs) whole thing, because I was thinking in my head of like, what is that line? Let me combine movies, books, and television shows into it. it. And then I was like, man, I'm explaining a scale, a scale, Uh without including. Like a third of the scale. <laughs> that's what I'm do- effectively doing. I, I, I'm I'm making it a th- a three part scale, uh-huh. and I'm only including two
1: just, of just them. Just a little bit of it. And, and if I were to use your scale, I'd agree with you. This is, this is this is the worst and most poorly designed scale I've ever seen. It makes sense to me. And that's what's sad. Is it starting? I'm starting to like the
0: scale. I understand? I do, and like, I kind of like it. Cause like, think about it. Like. You can understand the question yes. of what is the most villain villain yes that makes sense like mm-hmm. vi- there's a there's a lo- there's a line you can go to okay what is the most hero hero okay I can describe Yes. That. Superman then who's in between but what is the most anti-hero anti-hero like that doesn't yeah, make, yeah. that would be middle yeah that's a middle you know, gray I, I like area. that
1: I like that and if I were to use your scale, I'd say most hero hero Superman yeah most villain villain. Sauron, because I guess it would be similar Sauron, to your fair Shriek, enough. you know, in, in Hyperion, but that's a, someone that I know I haven't read. Hi- Hyperion. Evil intentions, so evil, evil means, evil means. So it goes Sauron to Superman, and right in the middle, antihero, I would say Deadpool. Yeah. It, so Gaston, you mentioned Gaston and all these characters. Okay. I want to see if this changes your mind about anything, mm-hmm. uh, because while you were looking up villains versus antiheroes, I was researching into villains versus antagonists. Okay. And I wanted to ask you real quick. In your definition, what would you consider a villain? Well, you already defined villain. Well, we kind of know evil intent. What do you think the difference is between villain and how would you define an antagonist?
0: The difference between the two is a villain is like a villain to the readers and a villain to other people other than the protagonist. An antagonist is just someone who's in the way, uh, who gets in the protagonist way.
1: Yes, that, that's a great definition for an antagonist. And so basically, all and, uh, or is it your villain is an antagonist? All villains are an antagonist, but not all antagonists are a villain. Yeah. So yeah. That you, you made some great definitions. And that's how it is defined. So I was looking into this and I was like, wow. So antagonist doesn't necessarily mean villain. What does that mean for some of our favorite shows, movies that we've seen? Like, who's mm-hmm. not a villain? And the first one that came up. The government in the film E.T. is not a villain. Yeah. The government in the film E.T. is okay. an antagonist to our protagonist, Elliot. Just trying to get his little alien buddy, E.T. But the government is just trying
0: to, you know, capture a possible alien from an alien invasion. Like Exactly. Maybe it's scouting to invade Earth. They like have gotta, good intentions. Yeah, they, you gotta actually check up. I, I would hope the government would check up on aliens coming into coming from outer space. Exactly. I would hope that's what I, they I do. I would
1: hope so, too. So they're they're not villainous. They're just antagonists oh. because we're rooting for Elliot. And honestly, after I read this, they were antagonists, kind of rooting for the government yeah, here. Yeah. They're, they're getting honestly, a little bit... Shoot,
0: shoot little uh, E.T. in the face. Okay, let's calm down.
1: <laughs> let's let's calm down there.
0: Uh, but number two, because not only is he an alien, he's an
1: illegal <laughs> alien. Okay, we're still going on <laughs> <with> this. <laughs> that's not making out the podcast. I hope that that's doesn't... <laughs> That's gonna be a hard cut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my no, my sense of humor uh. is what's the worst thing I can say? <laughs> and you said it. <laughs> and I say it, and I think it's funny.
1: Jesus Christ that that's that's how my brain works is like speaking of villains <laughs> <laughs> i think you've defined villains here <laughs> you've done a great job buddy
0: <laughs> so no my brain is just a constant stream of wouldn't it be just awful if you said it and then sometimes those thoughts get through <laughs> <laughs>
1: sometimes I'm, we made it we made it four episodes richie we were so close <laughs> oh god My
0: okay. my goal is like if if we're ever gonna get canceled and you know you know, brushed off to the dregs of society. Like, I know it's going to be me. I know I'm going to be the one to do it.
1: Richie, I'm the one that's editing and putting it online. I'm going to get the blame. <laughs> nah, you, you have no agency. It's all me. It's <laughs> all you. Okay. Just blame it on me. All right, fair enough. Now, the next antagonist who's not a villain is a very famous antagonist and a very mm-hmm. famous villain people would think is a villain. The shark from Jaws. The sure. shark from Jaws doesn't have evil intention. It's a shark just chewing things up.
0: Now, question. Okay. It kind of seems like like the first bite, you know, the, when he first goes after him, you know, it's just shark trying to get some food. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, doing what a shark does. Well, yummy, yummy. But after a certain point, the shark seems to be actively going after them, even though it's clearly not food. Like, it's actually just, is it
1: maliciously going after them at that Interesting point? point? Interesting point. Uh, Interesting point. Do they become a villain? This, this should be researched. We, we need our viewers to get on this. Look into this because I don't have the answers. And similarly, <laughs> this is another one that came up: is Wiley Coyote. Yeah. Wiley Coyote is said to be an antagonist because Wiley Coyote is only going after the Roadrunner for food; it's its diet. What would you say about that?
0: However, he uses missiles. He and does use missiles. Big, mo- big rocks, which would crush the Roadrunner if he succeeds, and would obliterate the meat, and he can't eat any of it. He's just trying to kill it. Wile E. Coyote is a villain. That, no, yeah. that, that's villainous. Okay. No, that's a villain. Like, so
1: if, I'm on I'm, I'm the same page with you on Wile Coyote. If he's using
0: a gun, if he's using his teeth, if he's using maybe even a flamethrower, maybe okay. you could do it that way. But if you're trying to crush it, there would be no way to eat the Roadrunner at that Does point. Does it
1: have uh, evil intent there at that point? I think at that point,
0: here's my here's my head thought of it. Uh-huh. Like, Wile E. Coyote maybe started out trying to get dinner, oh, and then at God. a certain point was just mm. so annoyed and just aggravated by the kite, uh, by uh, the roadrunner and going I'm not going to let this roadrunner prove me wrong. Oh. I may have a family that needs food, but I'm going to actually invest my time into killing you. Not to eat you, not to bring it home to my family, but to murder you because you spited me and I will spend every waking moment hunting you down till you're a blood stain on the wall that I painted there. That's, I think, why. That's why I think he's a villain.
1: So, were we gonna say the same thing about Jerry from Tom and Jerry? Nah, I got
0: (laughs) something. I knew it. I knew that. (laughs) Not Tom. Tom actually cares about Jerry a bit.
1: Mm. You can see
0: when the chips are down, he's missing on purpose, isn't he? Oh no. Here, okay. Here's actually a crackpot theory of Tom and Jerry that I've heard, and I want to believe it because I think it's funny. Okay, is actually. What Tom has to do, Tom has to pretend that um, he's going after Jerry and trying to get the mouse because his own because if he doesn't then his owners would you would get another cat or would use other methods to actually kill the mouse. So what he's doing is he's pretending to get Jerry and that way the owners don't actually do anything. And so that, that way they can actually, because when you see Tom actually catch Jerry, you know, sometimes he actually like tries to save him. Yeah. He doesn't actually want to go through with it. So he's doing that as a complete ruse so his uh, owners don't actually kill Jerry, his buddy.
1: I love this theory. Yeah, there we go. That is a great theory. <laughs> Jerry is an antagonist, and he's an antagonist for the purpose of our viewership. He's actually the true hero of the story. Think about that. Well, no, Jerry is our hero, typically. Oh, wait, is uh, Jerry the mouse? Yes. Oh, my bad, I flipped him. Tom. Fake fan. Listen, Fake. <laughs> I only know of Tom and Jerry because of your mentioning of it.
0: <laughs> Which, so, by the way, bet if, if the question ever came, what do you think is the best, hey, Richard, what do you think is uh, the best example, the quintessential version of slapstick humor? Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, okay. Even more than, you know, The Three Stooges. Mm. Because there's stuff you can do in animation that makes it quintessential slapstick and that you can't actually accomplish in live action. Good. So, Tom and Jerry, I think that would be... I would consider it my favorite cartoon.
1: Awesome. Anyway. Now, more controversial take on the Mm -hmm. antagonist. This is the last one uh, I got for you. On the antagonist versus a villain. The Iceberg in Titanic. Yeah, it's a is stretch. is an iceberg considered an antagonist it's in an, it, it's not a person it's not a living thing but it is the obstacle of our heroes in the film
0: I don't I think an antagonist has to have some type of agency whether animal or more sentient human that's fair that's because fair. you know the misty mountains is the misty mountains an antagonist because it's kind of hard to climb. No, it's just an obstacle. Like, they have to climb it. Okay. Like, you don't consider, like, oh, hey, the heroes have to cross the river. The river is, like, really deep and it's Russian. It's a fast river. The river is now an antagonist. No.
1: As a counterpoint, it's just an the, obstacle. the iceberg is what leads to the death of the thousands on the Titanic. It's a deadly thousands. obstacle. It's a very deadly obstacle. Also, I don't. But I do that, see your point with lacks any that it lacks that any, uh, any consciousness conscience or it lacks yeah. any intent that it could actually have
0: and is that really our like for titanic itself is that really a villain because i don't think the titanic movie isn't really about like the sinking of the titanic it's not really like it happens it's a love story it's a love story yeah. so like what would be the antagonist in a love story like the antagonist the class, is the, the the class system
1: yeah, it's that also, they live in. what's that uh, um the guy the guy in the film is that's the antagonist oh, yeah roses or is it I can't remember. Her husband, or her yeah. wed-to-be. So. But anyways, that, that interested me enough to go, wow, I didn't know there was a difference between villains and antagonists. Mm-hmm. Um, so villains do have evil intent. Antagonists don't necessarily have evil intent. They are just um, have different interests than the protagonists of our story. So
0: you don't apply scales and math to enough
1: literature and, and media. <laughs> this I should. You know what? Here's my scale. From villain to antagonist, I'm going to throw uh... a... P- <laughs> Jesus.
0: Oh, God. You know, it. I think something really beneficial about the pod this podcast is it make Because I go around life thinking that my thoughts make sense. And then me trying to explain them, realizing, ah, man, maybe I'm a little crazy. Maybe I don't make sense.
1: Richie, this very well could have gone the <laughs> other way, though. Like, I'm confused and the viewers are like, Austin, what? This makes perfect sense. I,
0: I really hope so, because... In my head, it all made sense. And then trying to talk about it and how confused you were makes me just think, am I crazy? I, no, I, pro- <laughs> I, I, I probably
1: missed a step there. I missed some some type of leap that I was like, oh, that's that's where you're going with this. But yeah. Okay. What, what's another topic you looked up?
0: Okay. So I was thinking uh, to what makes a great villain mm-hmm. and often... Was described as a good villain is how they mirror the hero, so like mm. the pairings, like what what are some of the best pairings? And I I could think of like a couple normal ones, but I'm actually not too sure. Uh, I'm kind of curious to what you think. Okay, um, to get a couple of them out of the way, you're I
1: just kind of curious. You're not curious what I think, just a little bit curious, only minor. Okay, uh, like, I agree. I, I'm, I'm I'm only
0: might... minorly curious. Honestly,
1: can I not even respond? <laughs> That's fine. <laughs>
0: Just edit the video. You know, okay. sit sit down. You know what can't we just like shift you off the screen? Just, pr- it's just gonna be you let this podcast. Just, let me just like get out my thoughts and about trying to apply math to books and TV <laughs> shows. Okay, so go on. All right. So some basic ones is Zuko and Aang, the parallels. Mm, and in fantastic. the beginning, Zuko's definitely a villain, I would say.
1: Yes. Oh.
0: Becomes more antagonist than that hero.
1: But like first
0: episode. Villain.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Anyway. So Zuko and Aang. And then you have of course the Batman and Joker. A lot of Joker stuff today. But yeah, anyway, Lex and Superman, um mm-hmm. Kaladin and Amaram. Oh from I can I, I can get into why yeah. like they're a good mirror of each other, which and is this interesting.
1: Is, this is from our favorite series or my favorite series. Stormlight Archives. Stormlight, Stormlight Archives. And
0: then of course I gotta put in a little bit of Wheel of Time is Shamael and Rant. That's anyone. I'm not going to go into that one. If you've read Wheel of Time, you agree. Fair enough. Um, and then lastly, which I think this is what I thought about and I liked was Frodo and Gollum are really good Ooh. mirror. And the reason why Gollum is far better villain for Frodo rather than like Sauron or anyone else is because Gollum shows that what what Frodo can become. Yeah. And it's different choices. It shows
1: you the consequences and the stakes right in front of you the whole story.
0: It shows a very similar character, but especially with Gollum, made different choices in the beginning than Frodo. So they they started off similar, but very different. And Gollum just took a hard left and where he went. And so you constantly see Frodo... Re- slowly succumbing to the ring's influence mm. and you have Gollum just around and you constantly see, like him getting closer and closer to Gollum. And so that's why he makes a great mirror for our hero. So and that applies to a bunch of great heroes and villains. My thought my question to you is, what do you think are really great um, mirrors? uh um uh, like a pairing of villain and
1: hero that mirror each other and like kind of play off each other's uh qualities. I think you nailed it. With Frodo and Gollum, I think that's the quintessential uh mirror that you can find between a, a hero and villain. Yeah. At the top of my head, uh that that's what comes to mind. Hmm. I love that you mentioned that. Um in another big film, it's tough to find that. Uh, because you have some villains I'm thinking of major movies right now.
0: A lot of superhero movies do it. Like, that's almost... I think that's what comic books do mm-hmm. incredibly well with their villains. It, almost to a point, like, too much. Like, it's beating you over the head. Uh So, like, Superman and Lex Luthor. Oh! Got one. Um, mm. uh, Luke. And Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, come on. That's Star a, Wars. That's literally a mirror. Like, he looks into his face. Yes. And, oh, I actually see myself. Yeah,
1: uh, how, yeah how could I forget that?
0: Yeah, yeah that's... I, one of the reasons why it does so well. It uses the yes. classic uh, villain mirroring the hero trope. When, yeah, Star Wars really is like the perfect hero's journey.
1: It is. And I looked this up recently, by the way, mm. in, in prep for this this podcast. Darth Vader becomes iconic in A New Hope. Right away, he becomes an, one of the most iconic villains of all time. Iconic characters, most recognizable characters. Yeah. The movie is two hours and five minutes long. Star Wars, A New Hope is two hours, five minutes long. You know how, yeah. how much Darth Vader's in it? Eight minutes. That's all you need. He's in 6% of the movie, and that's all you need to become the most iconic character of all time. Dark space samurai. That's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need, right?
0: <laughs> and he has that helmet that looks like a samurai's helmet. Yeah, and the hey. voice, it's all. Yeah, perfect.
1: Yeah. And I was also looking into this. I was interested to see like what what do critics think uh, compared to you know we're, we're just guys you know we are oh yeah we're the audience uh, very, you're, uneducated you're talking, very, very
0: uneducated about uh, very very uneducated. Um, man. I think the stuff that you showed me people's responses to TikTok were all like a lot of them were like you keep mispronouncing shit get off this get off this platform. <laughs> fair enough.
1: I mean it's a fair critique. We don't know what we're doing. Oh yeah. Uh, but I was looking up what the this is the american film institute american film institute afi in 2003 mind you so any movie since 2003 doesn't count Mm -hmm. but they were looking at movies up to 2003 that had the best villains of all time and i'll go real quick with them but number 10 was the evil queen from snow white okay number nine is from The Exorcist, the, the villain in The Exorcist. The evil demon. The, the evil demon. Them, yeah. Number eight uh, from the movie Double Indemnity, Phyllis. I've never seen it. Okay. I, th- uh, I remember that one. heard of it. Number seven from Fatal Attraction, the villain in Fatal Attraction. Number six, Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> Love that movie. It's a nice classic. Yeah. Uh, number five, Nurse Ratched. Uh, From One Flew Over the Cuckoo, Cuckoo's, ne- or Cuckoo's Nest. I've never seen it. People are going to hate me for that. I heard it's a great movie. Um, number four, The Wicked Witch of the West, Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Number three is Darth Vader. Doesn't even make it into number one. Dang. Number two is Norman Bates from Psycho. And number one, the best villain of all time, according to the American Film Institute, is Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. What do you think about that? A severe lack of Sauron, though, in that list. To be fair, this wasn't two thousand three, so Lord of the Rings was only like a year, year and a half old. Fair. So maybe it didn't hit that level of uh of credibility yet. A year out, but I agree I with you. And you know what's a real shame of this list? They didn't mm. have Heath Ledger because it was so early. But they should have oh, known. They should. would. They should have known. They should have predicted it.
0: I put. I'd put Heath Ledger above Hannibal Lecter.
1: Oh, me too. But however, this was in two thousand
0: three. So yeah. Also, like. Just generation-wise, like I
1: think he's the best villain of all time. Acting-wise, yeah, by far.
0: I I still get chills of that uh, cell cell footage, like camera footage of
1: uh, I'm a man of my word. Yeah, love it. Yeah, and Darth Vader would probably be number two for me. And then mm. Sauron honestly wouldn't be in my top ten. He's not. He's not the greatest villain. Mm. I think the I think Lord of the Rings is great for so many other things. He's a very generic villain, but it's not him that I'm most uh most intrigued by. Hm. Yeah, honestly, like even I'm
0: I'm just thinking about the books I've read and not a lot of them. have like just the best villains, like I like I, I love The Wheel of Time, but its villains are like I like a couple of the the villains, but the main the dark one, you know, the mm-hmm. quintessential villain. Yeah. It's good, but it, it and you like it because of how it, how it affects the main character. But I don't like him on his own. What do you think of Thanos? I mean, the problem with Thanos is not that he kills a bunch of people; is that his math is wrong. He doesn't understand economics. Like you kill half the population. That's not how population control works. I just realized it's not, like, it, I,
1: I just realized I don't have cool friends. I just <laughs> the look in my face. I just I just realized I've surrounded myself with people just like me. I tried to level up. I really did, but we're the same Richie. <laughs> that is that is so lame. No.
0: Like, like what what do you think's going to happen? Like you affect supply chains. Like, oh you, god, you're still going. <laughs> like with a high population comes like you basically decrease the like, by half the Earth's uh, talent pool, like, now you have less qualified people for jobs. You ruin, you kill off people that may have I- interesting innovations. But, like, hunger has gone down. Like, as as we've gotten a higher population, that's, that's not how it works. Like, you go, oh, there's overpopulation problems. We need to kill half the populations because people are starving. It's like, well, on Earth, we keep, you know, decreasing hunger. Like, yeah, there's, like, hunger problems on Earth are not a problem of production. It's a problem of distribution and corruption. Like, we would effectively solve hunger uh, globally if we could just... Well, also transportation, because food products are hard to transport to some locations, but transportation, corruption, and... Yeah, honestly, that... But so Thanos is just economically wrong, as well as like the moral thing of killing a lot of people.
1: Damn, I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear you're against killing all those people. That is that is a good. But reason. thing is, that's, that's second. Actually, no, that that's, is that's second. All very...
0: No, the killing people is second it's to the second. economic. <laughs> <problem> <laughs> theory.
1: I was trying to let you a little fish hook. there. No, go. no, no. Go, here you one, go,
0: it'd be one thing if he was economically sound. I'd be like, oh, that's God. evil. But at least your math is right. <laughs>
1: But his at math least ain't... you'd solve your problem, is what at you're saying. At least he actually solves. But he b- wouldn't solve his. But problem. he doesn't even solve the problem. It'd be again the antihero thing. <laughs> he creates a worse problem actually. Time travel. Now no, there's going to be cre- all sorts of messed up multiverses. That's the and thing. Thanos is time right. changing, and
0: he's not only right because he he does one. He doesn't even have his good intentions are just dumb, and he's incorrect about them. Mm. And then he tries to solve his problem, and in all honesty, he makes everything worse. He doesn't accomplish uh, yeah. anything that he
1: actually intends to do, so yeah, no, just well. In uh, I loved him in Infinity War because his motives were there and he was a strong villain, uh, and he actually succeeded in that. I thought that was a really cool end. Yeah, but then in Endgame where he changes up and he just doesn't. His attitude changes to oh, now I want revenge. I'm just gonna kill you all instead of killing half the population. He just Kinda. becomes more generic, stereotypical, and less less fearsome. And also, he didn't have the Infinity Stones in all of them, so I felt like it was just, uh, he felt a lot less powerful, I was a lot less scared of Thanos, but loved him in Infinity, Infinity War. That is true. Think about,
0: like, Doctor Strange, like, Doctor Strange Spider-Man, the Guardians, some of the Guardians, and Iron Man basically took on an almost full gauntlet Thanos. Yeah. And did a pretty damn good job. And then in Endgame, you have all the heroes like in the universe attacking him right. without any Infinity Stones. None of them, yeah. And it was a closer battle.
1: Now, to be fair, Thanos had an army. So but maybe that's
0: the factor. Uh, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Well, I think that was a cool, cool little bit on villains. Yeah. Thank you for watching. Uh, we're going to have podcasts come out every Monday at 8 a.m., uh, please click the subscribe button like button we might have a little outro after this too let's record that yeah all right bye everybody
2: bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150 then